What's up, Earth citizens? Welcome to Uncommon Grounds, a production of the Quinnipiac University Podcast Studio. This is a podcast about students from our School of Communications. In this episode of Uncommon Grounds, host Chris Rausch interviews Lachlan Harvey, a first-year media studies major from New Zealand. Lachlan talks about what brought him stateside to go to school, his career aspirations, and what he misses most about being away from campus. I'm David Roche. I'm the producer of the show. I'm also director of community programming at Quinnipiac. Uncommon Grounds is hosted by Chris Rausch. He's the Dean of the School of Communications. Thanks for listening. This is Dean Chris Rausch of the School of Communications at Quinnipiac University. And we are talking today with Lachlan Harvey, a first-year student at the school who's actually back in New Zealand, his home country, because of the pandemic quarantine. Lockie, thank you for joining us. Thank you. So uh, let's let's kind of retrace your steps a little bit. Tell us uh, a little bit about how uh, you came to Quinnipiac. I think 2017, late 2017, if I'm not wrong, I got an email from somebody offering me a spot here and uh, sort of explaining to me the benefits of the three plus one program and um, at the time I was looking at about four or five schools I ended up applying about three or four of them including Quinnipiac and got into Quinnipiac and um, they offered the most aid to me and um, a lot of the other places were um, very convoluted to get to they they were like really out of the way this was just one plane flight to New York and then one drive from there. I was also looking at Oregon, which was going to end up being a plane flight flight to LA. It'd be a shorter distance, but a bit more difficult travel-wise. Getting a plane flight that, that goes to Portland um, from New Zealand or that routes to, to Portland is just as difficult as going to um, Quinnipiac. Um, and they didn't offer anywhere near as much aid. and They didn't offer three plus one, so I just decided to come here. And you had never visited the campus before, right? I had never visited uh, the States before. Um, I, the first time that I had stepped onto U.S. soil was when I came to New York for um, the orientation in July. And what was that like, just deciding to go to college 6,000 miles away from home? That was, um, there were, there's about 10 students from my high school who um, go to school over here. I think I am one of three who uh, who's doing it purely through academics. Almost all of them are on sports scholarships or are, um, well, yeah, they're, they're, all the rest of them are on sports scholarships. That's the, um, the number one draw to um, especially basketball, um, high-level basketball in my country is going to, um, going over here. I think basketball and rowing would be our two biggest. I know that one of the people that I used to row with is now at Brown University, so he did very well for himself. But um, yeah, there was only 10 for my whole high school. I didn't go to a small high school. I went to a high school of 1,500 kids or something like that. I, I can't really remember. But it wasn't, it wasn't you know, that reserved, especially not for my country. It was actually really big for my country. Um, so yeah, it's it's a very small group that end up coming over here. I mean, I'm not, I know a lot of people would prefer to just travel one town over and um, go to university there uh, and, and meet new people that they'll be able to f- be friends with that way. But um, I just thought that uh, with my um, 
with my given career path being media, it would be best to go to the country that specializes in it, which as far as I can tell is America, there's really not much competition. And if I wanted to get a serious job and, and enter the industry, I couldn't do it um, through a, a New Zealand university. I had to be a university over here, or over there, US. So you're majoring in media studies, correct? Yes. And uh, in, what do you want to do? You, you mentioned about a career in media. Uh, what, what's your interest in, in media? Um, my number one career path is to be a screenwriter. Um, that's my absolute dream. Um, I've been writing screenplays since, about t- since I was about 17 years old. Um, I'm still writing them now. My um, prize possession screenplay is not original. It's just an adapted version of um, George R. R. Martin's Duncan Egg series. So I would, I would prefer to write. That's, that's my number one career path. My number two career path would be to act. And my number three career path would be a career path in advertising. And so you get uh, to Quinnipiac for a fall semester, and how does how does the transition go? He just told myself before I came over. Well, I had been working. My high school's um, my high school finished in October, I think, maybe November of 2018. So I had all that time until August 2019 to um, to just work, and um, and I sort of just while I was working, I, I wasn't very sociable. I was sort of just plodding along really um, and I sort of realized to myself as soon as I get uh, as soon as I get to campus I just gotta make as many friends as I can I just have to be I just have to come out of the gate sociable I have to socialize for a living basically as soon as I get there that was my mentality and that's what I did I made sure that when I um, when I arrived um, I was talking to everybody that I encountered um, and that uh, yeah, that was that was that was just the the main thing for me was just making as many connections and, and friends as quickly as I could, and it definitely paid off because um, I felt really welcomed and really at home really quickly, knowing a bunch of people. Did you go home for Christmas? I did. Um, okay. I stayed for Thanksgiving, but I went home for Christmas. And so you come back for your second semester, and then halfway through the semester, we're we're closing. Uh, the university because of the pandemic and and what do you do um so while i i initially for spring break um if this had been if you were talking to the me that had come to college initially in august of 2019 i would have gone home spring break um i would have definitely taken the opportunity as much as i have a lot of fun so I'd been having a lot of fun in those first uh, few weeks socializing. Um, I would have gone home because uh, to just you know just see my family. You know the 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 COVID nineteen pandemic wasn't overly prominent at the time. I know that you know everyone was expecting to come back to campus um, after spring break had finished, but I didn't want to go all the way home. I actually did you do anything for spring break? Yes, I went to Hawaii. Uh, for, oh, okay. for to, to meet my mom halfway because the, the flights are, um, the flights can be up to 20. I think my longest was 27 hours of travel. And that's, it's, it's really, really painful, especially for a week. Um, so yeah, I, I, um, I just met her halfway at Hawaii and there was, um, some skepticism while I was there. 
and it was you know, we got the email that spring break had been extended to two weeks and um, my mom flew home and I flew back here and stayed with my friend in um, Long Island and while I was staying with him I got the email that um, we wouldn't be returning to campus actually on the day after I arrived I got that email and then after the email I told my mom and my mom booked me on the first flight out of there and um, so the next morning or no next afternoon I flew out and that was it is your stuff still on campus yes my stuff is still on campus and so the, you know the main thing I'm interested in hearing from you is what what is it like to be taking your classes uh, that in I'm assuming like it's a 10 to 12 hour time difference for most of the uh, other classmates? Um, it's horrible. To be perfectly honest, <laughs> uh, it's horrible. Uh, my, my earliest class is at 12.30 at night, which goes through until 3.30. That's my acting class. Then I have, I have French, was, which is at 4, uh, 4, 4.30 to 5.45. And... Um, I have COM 140, which is um, six. Oh, I know that's that's five to six forty-five. All of which are horrible times. Um, so, I, so you're up in the middle of the night. Yeah, yeah, I'm up in the middle of the night. Um, it's also a little difficult with dates. I mean, it's it's certainly not. I, I'd prefer it to be this way, where I'm I'm looking at at things the day ahead of America, but. Um, it is confusing when I have, um, or it was very confusing initially at least, when I was trying to meet deadlines and um, get onto Zoom calls that were on the 28th. And if I got on on the 28th or I accidentally forgot that 28th is the 29th over here, I'd be entering an empty Zoom classroom. So, so how did you work that out, both mentally and just setting your brain to, to work through, through the night? Well, I basically will sleep on the days that I don't have a morning class, which is Friday, uh, Friday your time, Saturday my time, or uh, fr Friday through Sunday, obviously, um, I have off. And I also have Monday, so I have four days with no early morning starts. And on those four days, I just sleep for as long as I can. I will just go to bed at, I don't know, 11 to 12 at night and won't wake up until like one the next day. And I'll just make sure that I get as much sleep as I can. Um, I've never felt more, I've never wanted to encourage myself more to stay in bed because I, I just know that when it gets later in the week, for those, especially for those, um, for the, for the 1230 um, acting class that I will have to get up very, very early um, and, and just have to deal with the, um, with the very early start and the, the tiredness that comes with it. I don't know about you, but in what, what else you're doing, but I'm a big five-hour energy fan uh, when I've got to just charge through things like that. Are you, are you doing anything like that? No, I'm, um, I don't take caffeine. I'm very, very caffeine sensitive. So um, okay. if I was to have caffeine, even if it was early in the morning, I don't think it would be out of my system before I went to bed and I would never get to sleep. Okay. So you don't drink coffee or tea either? I 
I don't drink coffee either, no. Wow, good for you. It's, <laughs> it certainly makes for an interesting wake up. And how, how have your instructors been? Have they been pretty accommodating, uh, knowing that you are uh, on the other side of the globe? For the most part, yes. Good. Um, for the most part. What do you miss most about being on campus and, and being with your students? My friends, easiest question you can ask me. As much as I love the academics and as much as I love campus, it's a beautiful campus. There's a whole lot of things that um, have, that have kept me, um, you know, waiting to come back. But, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm still counting down the days until when I get to see my friends again. I mean, that's, that's the biggest thing. Uh, and I have to say, um, when I was coming into uh, Quinnipiac, I was very skeptical, skeptical about living in, um, living in the three plus one. The learning commons. One, living learning center, the, the community. And um, I, I decided at the last minute that I would, and it is the best decision that I've ever made because my best friends are all in that community. Uh, I'm rooming with as many of them as I can next year. Unfortunately, there's eight of us who wanted to live in a suite together. Well, there was there was actually nine of us who wanted to live in a suite together, but the biggest was eight, and we lost out on all the eights as well, so we're living in a room of six, and we're next door to uh, a couple of our other friends. But, yeah, that's that's who I miss the most, my friends, by a very long margin. And how are you keeping in touch with them? Phone calls, Zooms, texting? We, we, we have Zooms every so often. We're, we're always Snapchatting each other and just communicating through social media. Uh, to stay in touch and make sure that we're all doing okay. My friend had his birthday the other day, um, so I was on FaceTime for him, uh, with him with him for a while, just making sure he wasn't too upset that he had to be stuck inside for it. Besides your friends, what do you? What else do you miss? From campus, I actually miss the food. I know that that's a very controversial thing. I know that a lot of people prefer the food at home and, and a lot of people seem to have a lot of complaints about campus food. I eat a lot. I eat a lot. I get through my plan. So I think this semester, before I went away to spring break, I had finished the gold meal plan two weeks before I went away, um, which is madness to a lot of people. But I just, I eat a lot. I barely ever eat anywhere that isn't Mondo's because they uh, just about the only place that make things that fill me up. And so I, I just eat there all day and, and that does a doozy on my, um, on my meal points, but, um, it, it certainly fills me up and here it's almost impossible to, to get that same quantity of food. It's, it's really, really hard. So you're, uh, you're not a big, uh, Vegemite sandwich person. I, I am not. I'm afraid. <laughs> Tanino's Pizza. Did you ever eat Tanino's Pizza? Yes, yes, I did. We did go there, um, yeah. and we yes, we went there after I. Uh, when was that? I I just I just arrived back from home from winter break, and we went to Falcon Pizza. We uh, I was there. I was staying with my friend who was uh, working for was was with Chronicle. And um, he had to go early to, I don't remember, they, they had something on. Uh, so all the Chronicle editors had to be there early, which coincidentally was all my friends. So I got to see my friends early, which was nice. But we were all there the day before the food opened on campus. So yeah, we, we all went to Tonino's Pizza um, and used our QCash there, and, um, which is a really great feature, by the way. The QCash 
being able to be used on Toninos and Ray and Mike's is the best because they, the, that whole street, if you ever have the time to just go down there and just pig out, it is such nice food. Um, <laughs> but yeah, we went to, um, we went to Toninos and I think I ate a whole, a whole pizza cause I got off the plane, got to my friend's house and then I think we just, I stayed the night and then the next morning we, or maybe even that night we got on the, the ferry over from, um, to, to Bridgeport from Long Island and then drove to campus and then just went to sleep. And then the next day that was the first meal I had. So I think I had a whole like family sized pizza for myself because I was just starving. But, um, yeah, Tony was great. I do, I do miss them. Well, the pizza will be waiting for you when, when you come back in the fall. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Lucky. Uh, I think that's going to do it. I really appreciate your time. Hang in there. If there's anything I can do to help uh, between now and the end of the semester, let me know. Will do. Thank you. That was Chris Roush interviewing first-year media studies major Lachlan Harvey. He's also in our 3 plus 1 program, which allows students to get a bachelor's and master's degree in four years. It's a pretty cool program. Uncommon Grounds is a podcast hosted by Chris Roush, Dean of the School of Communications at Quinnipiac University. The show is produced by me, David DeRoche. I also do the music. To learn more about our podcasts, visit qu.edu slash podcast. You can also subscribe to all our podcasts on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and other apps. Definitely check us out on Twitter and Instagram at QUPodcasts. Do you have a story to share? you want us to talk about something? Reach out to us on social media or shoot us an email. On the next episode of Uncommon Grounds, Chris interviews Kathleen Lecco, a former Marine who's now a Quinnipiac student. Until then, stay inside, wash your hands. Thanks for listening.